What is going on, everybody? My name is Wade, and this is episode five of the Fourth and Goal podcast. I've got my co-host with me, Clay. How you doing today, Clay? A little sick, a little under the weather. Both of us are, but uh, yeah, you know, we we're gonna keep the grind up, baby. Oh yeah, we're gonna grind it out. This weather's not been on our side. That's been um, cold, man. Most just like re- re- recruiting hasn't really been on Miami side today, but. <laughs> It is what it is. We signed the guys we needed to, except for one. We lost one. We uh, Auburn flipped one guy. Yeah. He, he, luckily, we've got some some um, some uh, talent already on the roster that that will make up for that. But always sucks to have a guy flip away. Uh-huh. But um, we're we're gonna start with just some some LSU news. Uh, looks like their star running back got hurt today in practice, which is big for them because he's carried the weight for him all year at that position. Edwards Hilaire. Um, got hurt in a non-contact injury today. Coach O said he's not sure how long he's going to be out. Um, it's indefinite at this point. And if he is out for that game, that changes things drastically for Oklahoma. Um, having to only guard a back backup running backs is much better than having to guard Edwards Hilaire. So uh, what are your thoughts on that? Do you think it'll be a big deal if he can't play in that game? Yeah, I mean, look, he, he's one of the best backs, you know, in the country, um, yep. not just the SEC. And he does so much for this team as far as he can catch the ball in the backfield, um, run hard through the tackles, he can get east to west, um, north to south. Like, he can do it all. And not having that guy is going to hurt them 100% because they are not a team that rotates a lot of backs in, right? Like, he gets right. 90% of the carries. Um, oh, for and sure. Touches and yeah, I'm, I'm looking up his stats now, so we'll, we'll see the exact – yeah, he had he had 197 attempts uh, this year, and their backup um, Davis Price had 60. And I'm sure so, it's mostly in, in slot time too, because you know, yeah, 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 so, for I mean, sure. So 270 yards for their backup, their main backup, and he had 1300 this year and 16 touchdowns. So yeah. he, he's been their main guy all year. And even if he can play, it sounds like he could be favoring something if he's not fully healthy when he comes back. So it, it could be a big deal in that game and I know I mean you never hope anyone's hurt but I know Oklahoma's they're major underdogs so they're they're probably hoping they can take advantage of anything they can either way I, I still don't think they have a chance in that game no I I, 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 I think still, Burrow yeah, still, I think Burrow goes off on on that I'm big still taking defense. LSU in it um yep. because Oklahoma's got it they suspended three uh defensive players I believe um oh, as well for the game yeah I, I don't know exactly who they were I don't I know at least one of them was a was a starter and, and pretty good contributor for him. Um, I saw the report Damn. today. Um, so that didn't help them out either. And I just think it comes down to, uh, you know, LSU's defense is much better than Oklahoma's defense in my mind. And right. I just think that there's no way – I don't care without Clyde edwards Lair or not, I don't think they're stopping that offense for LSU. I don't think Oklahoma can do it. So I think it is favoring them that even if he can't play for this game, He'll have another, you know, week to get his body right for the national championship if they make it. Um, and so, you know, it is what it is. But it will affect the game a little bit. If, if I was betting on it, I would be a little upset because, you know, yeah. you don't know which way 
with the spread. And right, right, right. Go, so, and, and if your coach, if your coach, oh, there's really no reason to come out and 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 tell the status. Yeah, you know, they, because not say anything until you know, no, until there's really no reason. You know what I mean? So right, because um, they're going to make Oklahoma try to game plan for him. So yep, yep. And uh, speaking of the Big Twelve, um, Oklahoma has wow. Surprisingly, I mean, Oklahoma is barely leading the Big 12 in recruiting. Um, they're up by one point over Texas. Texas actually has a better average than Oklahoma, um, but Oklahoma does have five more commits than Texas does, 257 and 256. So Oklahoma landed, looks like they actually know five stars for Oklahoma this round which is seems a bit odd. I feel like they've always signed at least a couple. Yeah, I think uh, I think Texas becoming more of a powerhouse in recruiting um has hurt them a little bit. Also Jimbo Fisher moving out there to Texas A&M. Yeah. Hurt Oklahoma recruiting wise. Um and Nebraska with Scott Frost, even though Nebraska has not been a very good football team. Dude, they had a great day. Yeah, they're recruiting at a pretty high level with Scott Frost over there. So I think all those three teams becoming pretty solid is taking away a lot of Oklahoma kids that they would normally, you know, get. Yep. So, um, yeah. Yeah. Nebraska came in and at least took two, possibly three South Florida kids. Let's see. You yeah, got Hen- Hen- yeah. Hen- Hen- yeah, Henry Gray from Miami Central, Marcus Fleming's from Northwestern. Fleming was a Miami commit, decommitted last month. Yeah. Francois decommitted from Miami twice. Yeah. And I don't did you hear about what happened with him today? Uh, I did not. So so during his uh his signing, I guess he, he had there's actually a couple crystal balls for Miami this morning. Really? Because supposedly he had chatted uh you know, just second thoughts about everything. Hmm. And then he actually left the signing. Like the school was in the auditorium, like ready for these kids to sign. And he like got up and left. And there's people who like got him crying with his mom in the hallway on wow. in photographs. And supposedly he heard that number one of Nebraska's assistant coaches is leaving. Hmm. And that's been his main recruiter. And so he was like having second thoughts, but he still ended up signing with Nebraska today. So yeah, th- they came in and took three South Florida kids and it's, Cold is all get out there. So, oh, yeah, hey, I'll, uh, I, I, more, more power to them. Well, I have a question for you because – and it's, yep. it's on topic but a little off topic for, like, the actual day that we had today. But how did your recruiting process go and how did you go about recruiting? Because I know it's it's different for us as baseball players and football players. Obviously, football is much more, you know, publicity-wise and everything like that and right. social media and everything like that. But – how how did you kind of go about it? Because I know mine, you know, was a little bit hectic, definitely stressful as could be. Um, yeah. And I know some people's is not that stressful. They know exactly where they're going to go. They get a scholarship there and they go. Um, right. But how yep. how did you, you know, how was your. So my, my, my recruitment, it was a lot of fun. I, I started playing like high level travel ball when I turned 17. Um, I went, I played for six, four, three. Uh, yeah, yeah, I was late. Like I, I played travel ball, yeah, yeah. And, like competitive. Um, but when I turned seventeen, I tried out for six four three, made it, and I was an everyday starter for him, and it really put me in front of coaches all the time. Um, and I remember, like, just like football, there's dead periods when coaches can't contact you and yeah, whatnot. It's all changed now too, though. Yeah. Oh yeah, for yeah. sure, for sure. So I, um, I remember the first day that coaches could contact you. I had three missed calls. Yeah. Actually, it was playing in a tournament. Um, one was from Barry college in Rome. Mm-hmm. One was from Belmont. And then, uh, one was from a Juco. 
And I, I just I thought it was so cool because like I, I never imagined like you know you always grow up wanting to play college baseball but like as yeah. soon as as soon as it happens it's such a cool feeling you're like wow a team actually wants me. Um, Georgia College wasn't even in the mix yet when that was happening. Yeah. I hadn't been to that showcase quite yet, but uh, I remember talking to him like yeah we want you to come up for a visit but you need to get your grades up first and and I wasn't a terrible student but I I wasn't a Belmont student yeah, um i was i was right around 3.0 and it just they, they were looking for 3.5 high sat scores yeah. and it just it wasn't going to happen and barry was just way too expensive for me i mean it's 30k a year to go there they can't offer um athletic scholarships because they're d3 so that one wasn't going to work out for me so i had i had coaches interested and then actually um it wasn't a juco that was my third call it was actually georgia state I had a really good relationship with Georgia State, and I'll, I'll have a, a quick story here just to kind of bring it all in to finalize my, my recruitment. Um, I had a great relationship with a pitching coach. They, I had a visit set up for me to go down there, and they told me they were going to offer me. I had, no, I had no idea how much. My, a good buddy on my team was just offered 70%, yeah. which, was, which was huge. And I'm like, okay, well, I'm, I'm almost as good as him. I should at least get 50. Yeah. And I was so excited. And then their pitching coach left to take a head coaching job in Minnesota. Mm. And so the head coach was like, well, our new pitching coach wants to see you pitch. And so we went down to Fort Myers for, um, for, for one of those big perfect game tournaments or something like that. And I was scheduled to pitch that day. The Georgia State coach was going to come down and watch me. That morning, I walked into the shower. I slipped. I literally slipped in the shower, fell back, and busted my head open. Mm. I had to get staples in my head. So I didn't, didn't get staples so that night, but I went out, and I was like, I still have to go out there and pitch. Yeah. I like I, this, this Georgia State coach is there to watch me play. Yeah. So I literally had blood coming out of my head during mm. that game. Yeah. And first inning, dude, I walked two or three guys, gave up three runs. The dude left, mm. just straight up left. I ended up throwing, um, I ended up striking out like eight guys and going seven innings. He never saw it, never heard from Georgia State ever again, mm. never went on a visit or nothing. And then the whole Georgia College thing happens on that showcase. Yeah. And I, uh, he, Cardi wanted me to come down for a visit and they offered me on the spot when I came on the visit. Yeah. I mean, it, 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 people don't realize like how stressful and like how, how crazy and fluid that recruiting is. Oh, I know. Man. And it's, it's every sport. Like it's not just football. I mean, it, football people, I think people see it more at the football level. Like, yeah. Oh yeah. More fans and people yep. follow it more. There's recruiting services out there. Like they can, that are giving crystal balls. So people think people are going one way and they don't go somewhere. You know what I mean? Like, so yep. all that stuff kind of happens and plays into it. But like, I, I was never a guy that was going to sign for a coach like I, I didn't I was more so signing to the school and like could I go play pro ball I feel like a lot of guys sign to coaches so if they leave you right. know what I mean it changes oh, yeah. the whole complexity of their recruitment for sure and oh yeah I know a lot of guys like that like they were just recruit or just going to commit to a school because they had such a good relationship with that coach right that you know that's where they wanted. They wanted to play for that guy, not necessarily that school, but wherever that guy was, like that's where they wanted to be. And I feel like that happens a lot in football, and people yep. don't really realize how kind of crazy that all that stuff kind of gets because you got coaching changes happening right now. And oh yeah, those coach can those yeah. coaches can leave whenever they want. 100%. Like they, they, you know, they're just they, they, yeah, they can walk out on a lot of money, but I, I mean, they're probably going to get more money when they're their next step. So these kids can't do that. 
And it's so sad seeing kids like commit to a coach 100%. and then a year, a year later it's gone. Like, yeah. th- that coach is gone. And now they're stuck at a school that, you know, their, their guidance, their, their person who they looked up to there is gone. Yeah. And now they're like, what do I do? Oh, maybe I hit the transfer portal now and go somewhere else. Yeah. And then their careers, you know, who knows, you know, what happens. Yeah. Puts on hold. It's craziness. And I, so I have like the utmost sympathy for recruits and like their whole process and what they go through because I, I went through it too. Yep. And cause I know I was one guy that like, I had offers, a lot of offers early and like that, like signing or the day they could call us was like, I think it was like July 6th back then or June, like something like that. It was in the summer, I know. Um, and it's changed now, but the back then right. they, you had to wait till then. And I had like 10 or 11 calls that day, like of just, coaches. Oh yeah. and you just really don't like, I don't know what, cause I've never been wanted like, you know what I mean? Like you're never yep. wanted like that. And then everybody's telling you, yeah, come here. You're going to play right away, blah, blah, all this and that. And it's like, you know, I never had that. And so it gets yep. crazy for these, these kids I know for, you know, for Oh, sure. and there's so many empty promises, whether that's baseball, oh, football, yeah. basketball, the amount of empty promises and lies that are spewed out from these coaches. Oh, ridiculous, man. Ridiculous. Is, 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 is pathetic because is. Really- I was told lies on my, on my visit. Like oh, okay. I, I remember actually I, coach or Cardi might've taken you here too, but I like rode around in that little, like it would be a cop car, but it didn't have lights on it. Yeah. And, um, and so they were like taking me around, driving me around. And he's like, yeah. So, um, that right there is where got accused of, of raping this girl. Oh my God. And, and so he told me that on my visit, he's like, yeah, that's, that's where it is. And, you know, just was showing me around. It was just really funny hearing how like coaches have their own way of like hmm. making a visit. I mean, obviously that's not cool, but it's like, no. that was huge headline news. And so he wanted to make a point to like, show me that, which was just really weird to me. Um, Cause I had heard about the Roethlisberger thing, but I really didn't have any idea that it was a military. Oh, yeah, I, I, met that girl, I was, did you, oh, that. we won't go into all that. Yeah, I, want to get into <laughs> I, I did meet that girl. Yeah. Uh, um, but it's, it's just crazy what goes on on visits. Like Miami puts their recruits up in the Ritz in Miami and you know, they get treated like kids. Oh, 100%. And so a lot of kids just go for some food, you know, like yeah. they're not actually interested. And, and I, I think, I think the NCAA needs to make, I don't know. It's kids just take visits to take visits. Diaz came out today and said that not a single one of the kids that signed today took an official visit after they committed to Miami. He told them like, he told them that he didn't want them yeah. if they took other visits. And I think that's why that kid, he took a secret visit to Auburn this past weekend and lied afterwards saying he didn't actually take the visit. Yeah. So I wouldn't even be surprised if Diaz just didn't send him an NLI mm. because it's kind of like been the, the standard now ever since – this past year. And, and I'm not mad about our class. I mean, I'm not happy about it. But I'm not mad about it. I mean, we went six and six, lost to Duke and FIU and, oh, yeah, and still are, and still are top 20. So yeah. I can't really complain about that. Um, so how, how do you feel about Tennessee and how they shaped up today? Get Man. some guys you really wanted. Yeah. So, uh, I mean, we'll kind of segue into just conferences as, as a whole. Um, right. but I think, you know, out of the sec, uh, if I had to give grades, I would give Tennessee, you know, a very high grade because, Dude, the the class that they signed is kind of low key. A very you got a guy in uh, Bailey that could possibly be a five star, depending on how he plays in the Army All American game. Um, quarterback out of out of Marietta, uh, he's one of the best in the country. I think won a state championship last week, and you know he gets we we get him over Michigan, um, and he signs a, a top sixty player in the country in Keyshawn Lawrence. 
Uh, yep. Signed. Keyshawn Lawrence is a good one. Oh, yeah. Um, Miami was after him earlier. Yeah. He committed to Tennessee a few months yeah. ago, I think. He's a Tennessee kid. Um, yeah. And, and kind of got recruited by some other, you know, of his other buddies there, too. Um, Omari Thomas is a big, big D tackle guy, 300 pounder. He's a, he's a stout kid. Um, and then they, they go and steal Morvin Joseph, who I really like Morvin Joseph. Uh, I, I saw him showing up on some crystal balls. Yeah, Edge um, Rusher yesterday. was with Florida State for a long time. Uh, yep. He took a visit to Florida, too, but uh, Tennessee won out for him, and he's really, really solid on the outside. Uh, and then they signed speed, man. They, I mean, they get a, a, a flip from TCU, uh, a quarterback that runs a 4-3. Um, they, they get a wide out that's a, a track star uh, out of South Carolina, like literally five minutes from University of South Carolina. Um, and he runs a 4-3 as well. Won four state championships in a row at South Carolina. Um, Good God. In the state of South Carolina. Like, I mean, they, they got speed. Um, they addressed a lot of issues uh, with that because we didn't have speed on on that was one of the biggest things with Tennessee is like just not enough speed uh, right to kind of keep up with the Joneses they had they started getting bigger with Pruitt but now getting speed in there as well is going to really kind of open it up and I think that's what really changed Alabama's offense over the last couple of years is just getting guys that can go get it on the outside and can fly and spread the field. Uh, for sure, they had another big day too. Alabama, you know, always. always oh, have. I think the Bryce Young kid's legit, five-star quarterback. Um, yeah, they they might yeah. have a perfect segue, man. If, if Tua does come back, and 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 Bryce Young can just sit a year behind him, yeah, dude, they would just like keep that rolling. Oh, I, it's, it's 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 kind of crazy. I mean, now granted, I mean Tua's not going to have his wide receivers like he did this year. No, nah, all of them, um, all three of them. Yeah, I don't even know who they Jalen Waddle back. We have Jalen Waddle back. Um, yeah, I don't even think. Go, but uh, dude, they didn't sign. They signed. A, they signed one. Looks like one wide receiver out of um, Opalaka, Florida. Tyu Jones Bell. Oh, he's good. Tyu Jones Bell. Two, okay, Trayshawn. Okay, so they signed uh, two solid yeah, four star wide out. receivers. Yeah, um, he was actually a, flip, a, a potential flip kid, and they they ended up keeping him, um, which was good for them. And I think they're in on some other guys too. I mean, they're obviously still in on um, uh, on Darnell Washington, but I think he's down to to Georgia UT. He I, I, he signed he signed today. Yeah, yeah, but he's not going to tell. You know, he's not going to tell. Uh, I, if he, dude, if he signed today, um, it's UJ Tennessee. He, That's I mean, uh, well, and he, heard, he shared a bunch of stuff on his Instagram stories about Georgia Day, like Kendall Milton and, assume, and someone else. I would assume. I would err on the caution and probably be Georgia, but. Yeah, I don't count out Tennessee because last year they were able to pull a guy like Henry Toe Toe, um, who was a stud, and they pulled him away from Alabama, where everybody thought he was going to go to Alabama and not Tennessee. So I don't count them out. Same thing with Corvaris Crouch, so they pulled two top 50 guys. Like I don't count them out, but it will be a little bit of a tough pull because I think he, I think he wants, I think his heart and his and like he knows he'll do better at Tennessee. In that offense, but right. I think that the situation the hype, in man. Georgia, the chance to win a national championship, the the bag man, and everything over there is just pulling him that way. I think that's what it is. I, I think if Tennessee was in a chance, a position, or Miami was in a position to win a national championship while he was there, then I think yeah. that he would he wouldn't even consider Georgia. I think it would be between those two schools. Um, because they put out better tight end talent, in my opinion. But right. with Georgia being able to, to possibly win a national championship while he's there, I think that's what's kind of pulling on him. Um, 
it would just be so uh, it would be sad for him to go into that office because they don't stretch the field at all, man. It's Dude, I know. So like, yeah, they might land him, but it's like you're not going to use him yeah, like other schools would. Like he, it's going to be wasted talent at a school like that, especially when they have no idea who's going to be their quarterback for the next two or three years while he's there. Yeah, no idea. Yeah, really no idea. And even if Fromm's there one more year, like is he just going to come in and start right away? Is he going to be big enough to block SEC guys? Like. I mean, he's got to at least grow into something. I don't know if he's going to start as a freshman. He's not that fast. He's just he's he's huge. He and start as a freshman at Tennessee. No, oh, he's at, he, uh, he's not going to start at Miami as a freshman. He'll be on the field because we run a two tight end set as a freshman at Georgia in Tennessee. Yeah, because they're we've got Brett. We've got an All American in Brevin Jordan. Yeah, so it's he, he. But we've also got another um, tight end too, Will Mallory, who's, yeah. who's pretty pretty good. Yeah. Um. That so we run two tight ends set. We've got two tight ends on the field a lot of the time. Yeah. There's a lot and, of yeah. That, I mean, I, I think that I think that Miami situation and him having to sit. I think he's yeah. a guy that wants to play right away, which right that kind of you know played into his decision as well. Um, yep. And then uh, you know another team. They had a, a pretty decent day. Um, was uh, South Carolina getting Burge? I didn't see that. Yeah, that that was that's my big uh, shocker. You know, he hasn't signed yet, though. Has not. Signed. Yeah, I know. He, he, I don't know if he is is an early signee or not. Well, he's I know he, I know he, I know he committed today. He was supposed to. Yeah, he was supposed to sign today too, though. Well, he put out some committed video um, with spurs up and stuff on Twitter, mm-hmm. but I, I, yeah, I'm not seeing the little check mark on here that he signed yet. But that 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 was a really big pickup for them. Yeah, um, they would have been, for a lot of reasons. Yeah, he, I think he wants to stay home. He does. And it'd be nice if Miami could get some five stars to stay home. I, I think yeah, they, they sold him on the Jadavion Clowney kind of thing. Yeah, um, staying home and like you know trying. To He's a big like dude. Him. Yeah, and trying to be like him, and I think that kind of won out in the end. Yeah. Um, but they, you know, but other than that, I mean, I know Texas A and M didn't really have any like you know, surprises or anything, but they, they kept everybody they needed to. And so they had, you know, pretty decent class. Georgia had a, a good class, um, uh, you know, obviously, and they're still in. Yeah. They'll, I mean, they'll always have good classes. Yeah. They'll bring in good talent and that's why they you, win a majority you know, of their though, games. That they don't have, but like maybe five guys from the state of Georgia, I think. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Which, which is that, which kind of sets them up bad because then kids start missing home. Yeah. I mean, they, in their last few classes, I mean, They've had caliber leave. Oh, I mean, yeah. to to transfer out or that out, and, and so you got to assume Robert Beal's leaving yeah. too. Is it? Yeah. So you got to yeah. you got to think two or three of these guys are going to be gone in a year or two because they always are. And I just haven't seen any of Kirby's recruits really get coached up to be great. And yeah, uh, Tate Crowder, that's about it. Other than him. Uh, yeah. I mean, because he was a, a running back that's now, a, you know, right. finalist as a, a linebacker, which, you know, he turned his career. But I don't – I think that he's a very good defensive mind. And right. he gets really good defensive recruits. That offense, though, is just – I think that he wants to be stuck in the old days of just, like, let's just pound the ball and run it. And you can't do that anymore. And I think mm-hmm. – Pruitt had to figure that out, and that's why he went out and hired Cheney and was like, "All right, you take over the reins and like you run the show and get us going, because we got to be able to throw the ball, man. Like in today's like game, like, yep. you can't just yeah. College is all about like, and it doesn't necessarily have to be like air raid, but you got to be able to get out there and and, and throw. And Fromm is, I, I don't know what Fromm. I think Fromm's coming back. I think I don't think he has a choice because I don't think he'd get drafted 
I mean, he probably would get drafted late rounds, but he would get drafted. Yeah, yeah but um, what's going to weigh in? He's a game manager. Is offensive line, both his tackles left. Yep, going to the, the NFL. So you're breaking in two new tackles, and he's not used to to not having time to throw. Like he's always had a lot of time to throw and had good protection. And so now you're going to go into not having time to throw. And I don't know um, how that's going to change his game. I think it's going to change for the worst, to be honest with you. It's not going to help. Yeah. And you're not going to have a guy like Swift to just bail you yeah. out yeah, I, when I, you need him to. I mean, I I think – And the, you got Cook getting arrested. I don't know if they're ever going to get past that hump. I mean, just uh, legitimately, I don't know if they're no. if, if they will, it, it would have to be this coming year because there's a possibility two is leaving, Burrow's gone, and uh, – The East I, is getting better. Like the East is getting better, and that too. Yeah, your yeah. window is oh, closing. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Like, it, 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 it. This year might have been their last year. Like to really be able to do Florida it. is is a legitimate team now with Dan Mullen. Tennessee is getting better and better. I think Kentucky yeah. is a team that's getting better and better. They're, they signed a top twenty five class for the first time in school history. Really the rankings this year. I, I mean, there's just guys that are in that East that are coming up. And their Georgia's window is going to start closing very fast here, yeah. If they don't take advantage of it, and I just I don't, I don't see them doing it, man. I just I cannot believe that they'll get over the hump. They they just remind me of the Braves so much as a team. It's like you got all the you know you got really good talent, but you just can't put it together, man. When it, you know, not meshing, and that's going to happen. I mean, you got I mean Alabama's kind of been the outlier because. I mean, if you look at Clemson, this is really the first time ever that Clemson has had a top two or three class. I mean, they're one right now. Yeah. But, I mean, if you if you look at their recruiting classes last few years, Dabo's just gone out and gotten the guys he needs for his system, yeah. and it's worked for them. I mean, Alabama's really been the outlier, and, like, they bring in elite talent, coach them, and they mesh. Yeah. You know? It's rare to see that. I mean, Georgia brings in all this elite talent from all over the country, different cultures, different – systems and and they're trying to make it mesh because they have the talent but they still have to be coached they're still kids and saban has been able to perfect that and urban meyer protect uh um perfected it at ohio state when he was there in the national champion i mean it's like coach o's been able to make a mesh this year so we'll, we'll we'll see if georgia can get over that hump or not but yeah that window like you said is, is starting to close yeah, 100% it is. And then, I mean, obviously the team in the ACC that cleaned houses. Oh, my God. I mean, Dude, they like signed six, I mean, six, 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 five stars, stars man. Unbelievable. Two of the top three don't, guys. I don't see how anybody can be, I don't see how anybody in the ACC can compete with them. I just really don't. I don't see it. I, and for, like, years. Yeah. Not just next year. Not just the year after that. Like, years. I do not see a team even compete. With, I mean, not even coming close. Oh, Maybe they have a, a screw up game here or there, but I don't see a team in the ACC that is going to come close mm-hmm. to them. Now, if Miami can start recruiting in the top tens, yeah, I think that will help, you know, and they might be a team that can challenge. But other than that, man, I mean, who, who would, who, who do you see that would in the ACC? Mm. I, I don't, I don't know enough about Norvell at FSU to, to say that, but I mean, FSU's got the history, the recent history of being good. That, that I mean, besides that, no no one in the ACC will come close. Miami would have the best opportunity to compete at recruiting level because of where they are and how much talent. I mean, Florida had seven teams in state championship games this past weekend and went seven for seven. 
There's only eight wow. classifications in the state of Florida. South Florida was in seven of them and went seven for seven. The only one they didn't win was low A, like single A classification. They won everything else, which is pretty crazy. So there's so much talent in South Florida, and that's going to be the only team that's going to be able to compete with Clemson on a recruiting level. And, and they have to win games to do it. I mean, we missed out. I mean, if we don't lose to FIU and Duke, we've got a chance with Flo. He was excited about Miami. He took actually two or three visits to Miami. Darnell loved Miami. Darnell Washington loved Miami. But again, there's just no reason for these kids to come to Miami right now. There's well, you don't yeah, win, yeah. Yeah, and then I'll be I'll be I the mean, first to say, I mean, why would you? I mean, if you're a tight end, yeah, yeah I mean, yeah. maybe because you know you're gonna get drafted. That's yeah. just you go to Miami as a tight end, you're gonna get drafted. Or a hometown right, kid. Right. You know what I mean? But I that's why like I always argue with fans because fans are always like, why is you know, why are these guys not you know considering us and, and we should be recruiting and it's like dude it ain't 1995 kids no don't more. just stay home like that it, it ain't 95 it like the like tennessee is not an elite school anymore it's not it's not an elite school now can it get back to there absolutely same thing with my, like can miami get back to being an elite school 100 yeah. percent. but are they no, right now? no no and, and if you were coming out these kids were not even born when the last time miami and tennessee won a national title was so why on God's green earth, like they don't know who no. they are, really? You know what I mean, like they don't know. They can they can hear their history, but they don't know the history. They know Clemson and they know Alabama and they know Oregon and they know, um, yep. you know, maybe USC, but they're they're kind of fading too now um, because you know people don't even remember Reggie Bush and and Leinart and all those guys anymore. Like, I, I mean, all those schools, Texas, Vince Young, like all those schools, like. People don't, yeah, people don't, like people don't understand it. And I'm, I'm, I'm looking so at Clemson right here, though, and they signed six guys from Georgia, three guys from Florida, two from the state of Alabama. Dabo went into the state of Alabama and brought in two guys over Alabama and Auburn, two from North Carolina, and then you get to South Carolina, which is what state they're in. They signed yeah. – and they're 23 guys. They signed guys from 12 different states. Hmm. I mean, it, they're, yeah, they're nationwide brand. Yeah, they're a nationwide yeah. brand. Same thing as Alabama now. They're a nationwide yeah. brand, and I think you have to recruit nationwide now because people. It's gone are the days that people just grow up in you know their area, like that team that they're you know right there, the home state team, right, and then just commit to them. Like gone are those days. Those days are not here anymore. They're going to where you know they're getting the most money. They're going to where you know they're going to get treated like a king mo- more. Then another school, they're going to where they can play early, and they're going to these name brand schools that are always in the college football playoff. That's why, like, there's not as much parity in college football anymore as I feel like there was a couple of years. I feel like a couple of years back, like there was like top twenty five was like everybody was stout in the top twenty five. Right now it's like, dude, outside of the top four, really outside of like the top three, like who is competing with those top three teams? Nobody. I mean, nobody is competing with Clemson. Nobody's competing with Ohio state and nobody's competing with LSU. Nope. Like, you know, the last couple of years, I felt like pretty much, you know, everybody could compete with everybody outside of maybe like Alabama and Clemson. But now it's just, it's not the same, man. It's just not the same. And so it's, it's going to, it's an uphill battle for a lot of those teams. Right. Like Miami, like Tennessee, like Texas, like USC, you know, like a, a Florida State now, um, you know, all those schools, it's it's an uphill climb now. Yep. Whereas back in the day, it was just like, shoot, 
you were coming to you know those schools you yeah. know they they had to recruit they had the brand name so yeah and and I, and I think it's a trend to be honest like i i, I or a fad is a better word because yeah. i mean georgia can only recruit at this level for so long it, it is if, always, if if you unless you win like if you win and and i know you know people probably think this is crazy but the sec championship does not matter like if you win the sec championship congrats like if you win the acc yeah. championship congrats like it doesn't really mean anything and so like like two years ago, George won the SEC championship, lost the national championship. Yep. It just it really doesn't mean anything. That's not winning to me. Winning your conference isn't winning to me. No. If you if you make the playoffs and then you win the national championship, that's winning. Recruits yeah. are gonna be like, okay, yeah, I want to go to that school. So unless Georgia wins over the next one or two years, you're gonna slowly see those recruiting classes start to decline because they just they go there and it's like we're we're elite talent goes to die. I mean Yeah. And, then, and you stack up all this elite talent. You can't yeah. play everybody. You right. can't play them all. I mean, there's no way. And so what happens is you start promising all these elite players that they're going to get PT like they think they're going to get, yep. and they don't end up getting it. So they start transferring, and then they start bad-mouthing your program. Right. And then when they start bad-mouthing their pro- your program to all their recruits that were at their old high schools and everything like that, then the old high schools stop taking you, yep. your players. And so then you get that. That's what – is getting bad taste in a lot of people's mouth is, is that kind of, uh, you know, thing that happens. And there's a hype phase. And I think Georgia's at the end of that hype phase where it was like, they hired Kirby. It's like, all right, now's our time to win. So they signed, you know, last two years, they signed legitimate, you know, big time classes. And then it's like, after that, you, you know, now where you at, you right. know, where, where's your winning? Are you going to win a national championship or not? Cause if you're not, then, yeah, because Kirby came in at a great, great time because the East has been down. I mean, Florida yep. went through coaching changes. Tennessee went through coaching changes. Vandy's Vandy. Yep. Missouri's Missouri. You know. Ole Miss, Mississippi exactly. State. Exactly. Like, Texas a Really, really easy time for, for Kirby just to beat up on teams. But now Florida's going to be making noise. Tennessee sounds like they're going to be making some noise. Yep. South Carolina. You know they beat Georgia this year, Not bad. Um, and you know it, it. It'll be interesting to see what they do, and even if they win, if they, I mean they may lose a couple games this year, man. Especially not having some of their stars. Yeah. I mean they they went to it's Cager. A, a they went to Cager a lot this year because of his height, and yeah, they're not going to have Cager now. Pickens can probably fill that role. I think Pickens is elite. Yeah, Pickens and, and Blaylock are right. legit. Yeah, I mean they're legit. Yep. But are 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 you? I mean, what are you going to have? At the quarterback spot, yeah. is, is it going to be Carson Beck? Is it going to be Stetson Bennett? Is it going to be you know Juwan Mathis? Like who who the heck is going to be your guy? Yeah. I think I think Fromm's gone. I'm be honest with you. I think he's really. Gone. I think he's sick and tired of, of Georgia fans bad mouthing his you know his name, and I think he's gone. I, I, why would you want to stay? There's, no. Would you want to stay and hear and hear how people hate you on Twitter? I know. I so someone someone did a poll and how 59 percent of people want Fromm to leave. 59 percent of fans like want him to leave and and like, i think Fromm's a great him. guy like I, I i saw him on qb1 he's got a great family he's a great kid and yeah he's done a lot for that school i mean he came in as a freshman and did 100%. his job and, yeah, and his wins. coach his coaches blew that national championship for him yeah so yeah we'll, we'll see what georgia does um but speaking of like we were just talking about how teams who used to be really really good and now are not um University of Southern California. Oh boy, man, they missed out on all. Dude, I'm dude, they talented. they are ranked seventy eighth. Bowling Green, Troy, SMU, Appalachian State, Western Michigan, 
Uh, all Toledo, all these guys have recruited. All these schools have recruited better. By the way, Appalachian State would probably beat them. Yeah. So I'd put my money. I, I don't understand why they kept. Um, What's his name? How did I just forget his name? Hilton. Hilton. Yeah. I, I what, what, what was the point of that? You already can't bring in. You, you you looked at him. You saw they had an average season. Wasn't great. Could not beat anybody good. I mean, I guess they did beat. They beat Utah. I think that was their big win this they, year. Yeah, they had a big win. They had one. And and then you're looking at the recruiting class. Like, hey, we got a we got signing day coming up. We got to do something. And they thought keeping him would help. It actually made it worse. They don't have a single guy. That's got a ninety uh, grade or higher. It's, yeah, only one four star. Yeah, yeah, which is now crazy. They should get Gary Bryant. So Gary Bryant is a is a wide out, and he's a, he's a number fifty seven player in the country. Now he might go Oklahoma. I ain't gonna lie to you. I mean, why would and you I, go to USC look, right now? I mean, yeah, if I look at that class, I'd probably be like, yeah, I'm going Oklahoma too. To be honest with you, but so you, look at UCLA. UCLA was trendy. awful this year. Awful. They're ranked twenty yeah. eighth, and USC's seventy yeah, eighth. But yeah, yeah, I don't, I don't get it. Yeah, I, don't, I really, I mean, they, they got some guys they're still in on, and I think they close decent, but they're, they're missing out on, on a guy named Darian Green Warren. He's probably going to go to Michigan, and he's, he's a, a 92 overall rating, four star guy, consensus four star. I, I mean, and he was supposed to be USC's to lose. He's from Harbor City, Cal, uh, not far from, from the campus, uh, you know, over there in USC. And you just these guys like you just they're missing on them, man. It, I don't get it. Like it's crazy. How do you miss? That's been one thing with USC is they do not miss on Cal guys. Like they just don't miss on them. And you're missing on these guys when really there's not a dominant team in California. So how are you missing? It's crazy. On them? Like who's good in California? Nobody. <laughs> US uh, UCLA no, terrible. No. Oh, not uh, good. Cal. Not very good. They might be the best team though in in, in there. Yeah. Um. And so how, how you're missing on these guys is he should have been fired, man. To be honest, he should have been. Fired. I think they tried to keep him to keep the recruiting class, like so that they wouldn't just have an absolute implosion. Right. But now you had it anyways. And dude, uh, uh, to to me, like, uh, to me, I think today is a fireable offense. Like, yeah, you went out oh, and you yeah. said, this is our guy for the future. He can get the job done. And then come around signing day, they don't get the job done. A signing day is just as important as a season to me because they're the future of your program. And you only have 11 guys signed and you rank 78th in the country. That's a fireable offense to me, especially in a program like USC. I, yeah. It's bad, man. That That's really, really, really bad. And it's – I mean – and I'm glad I'm not like a, a West Coast fan. I'm not a USC guy. Because if I was, dude, I'd be hot. Yep. I mean, I would be absolutely hot. Right. Over, you know, nonsense. I mean, For sure. And and just, I mean, he's he's got a three-year, 3.6 mil deal. I mean, I don't get it. No. Nope. It, and I, I don't see him lasting past this year. No, he, he like, will 100% be fired during this season. Unless he, unless he wins a Pac-12 title and, and only loses one game or or zero or goes undefeated, I just don't see how they keep the guy. Yeah, maybe two losses you might keep him, but when you're recruiting at this type of a level, yeah, I mean, where's your class rank in in the conference? Uh, gotta be. I mean, I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say last. I'm gonna look right here. I'm gonna look at. Uh, it's gonna be last or second to last. It has to well, be. Yeah. 
Well, it's last, dead last. Dead, you're telling me USC is dead last in their conference in recruiting. That's crazy. (laughs) That is, that's, that's crazy to me. That is, that's, it's mind blowing. And just last year, they were 20. Dude, and what's also crazy is Utah, man, they just had a great year. They almost made the playoffs and they're ranked ninth in the Pac 12. Well, it's hard to get. I mean, it is hard to recruit to Utah, I would say. Yeah, I mean, like, got, but it's also got to be hard to recruit to Colorado, and Colorado's sixth. It is. Well, I don't know. Boulder's pretty – Yeah. It's a nice – Boulder's yeah. pretty. But I think that them – I mean, but USC was fourth in recruiting two years ago. Fourth. Wow. And then they turned around and go 20th last year and 78th. It's crazy. Crazy, yeah, crazy. That, that's – there I, I would put them you know that's a that's a horrible signing day for them i know their fans are hot it would be a bad day to be around that i'll tell you that right now. oh yeah not not any not anything i want to be a part of i know my team went six to six lost to fiu but we're still top 20 in recruiting brought in two actually the best running back in south dade running the best running back in uh, broward county brought in a stud quarterbacks two or three good wide receivers i mean i'm ha- yeah. i mean we missed on some you know, as fans, we get so caught up in guys that we really want to bring in. Oh, yeah. Big and guys, we, we, we forget about the, the true, like, guys who want to be a part of our program who have already committed. And the exactly. Needs. Exactly. You know, the exactly. And so, yeah, you want those big-time recruits. You want those game changers. But at the end of the day, you got guys who want to be a part of your program. Who, who, who need yep. to be applauded because that's that's really cool that 18 guys today want to be a part of Miami who just went six and six. I, I find that really cool. And I'm, I think the future is bright. We brought some really good guys. And I think the quarterback this year is going to come or the just signed will come in and actually compete day one. He's how, how, how about Rakeem Jarrett? Let me look. What, what's L, it was committed to LSU. Oh, it's a Maryland, Maryland, right? From DC. Yeah. DC yep. kid had no intentions of going to Maryland. And why would you? I mean, let's be honest. Because this kid's legit. He's a five-star, top 20 kid in the country. Legit. And why on God's green earth would you go to Maryland? I mean, are you serious? I know. Who is going to get you the rock? Are you going to play quarterback and throw it to yourself? Yeah, I I don't. I I guess. I mean, what's his name from Bama went there to coach? Um, I always hear yeah, his yeah, name. Yeah, yeah, I know. Sometimes, man, kids just need to stay home. Like, look at today. I mean, South Carolina did not have a great year, but they landed Birch. You know, so I, I mean, every year I think a guy like I mean, Miami landed Don Chaney this year, who's top yeah. five, four running back in the country. I think every year at least one guy for every program has a guy that stays home who's who's legit. You know, some of these kids literally do have kids. And that's why Darnell coming out the East is just mind blowing to me. I'll never understand it. But I, I'll go over the the losers for today. Florida was a loser yep, today. Absolutely, they missed them. They, all the guys they thought they were going to get. They they missed them. Um, and they had guys flip. Sam Brown went to West Virginia. Like they they lost a lot of guys. Miami was a loser today. Yeah, um, we lost a guy. You don't like to hear that, but you lose out on Romello Height and Jaden Francois. Yeah, um, which I I I, I never so was a big. I, and Flo. Yeah. Um, we never had a – well, it's hard to say we lost that. We never had a crystal ball for Flo. We never yeah. – uh, we had a couple this morning for Francois, even though he would already decommitted from Miami twice in the last yeah. year and a half. But I think that's just because he was having some second thoughts. So, the, really, the only guy that 
everyone was expecting to come and then didn't. It, it, actually, a couple yeah. of days ago is when it all started. He started lying about his visit. Was Romello height? <laughs> so I'm 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 okay with it. It yeah, we lost a guy to Auburn. He's probably closer to home anyways, but it is what it is. Yeah, I mean, I, I think there are some teams that had some good days and and some teams that had some obviously some bad days. Um, I'm ready to see kind of. I like to see him play in the in the All American games and like the practices. I like to watch the tape from those because I can really get a feel for, you know, like like Thomas back in the day, right? Jeff Thomas, like yeah. watching him play, like in that game was. I'm like, all right, this guy is. Yep. he's he just like, declared. Like, he's sucks, he's gone. But you know I mean? yep, like but he was a dude, and it was like you got to get this guy, find a way to get this guy, and like you can see those guys in those games where you're like. All right, he's legit. Like he matches up with the stars, like that they're recruiting or the recruiting services put on him. Like he's a guy we got to have. So I'm interested to see those games kind of play out. Yep. Um, and see what everybody's got. Uh, and then obviously bowl season coming up, which is gonna be fun to watch. Oh, for sure. Um, all right, we'll just go down. Uh, we've we hit on a ton of recruiting today. Um, and obviously these are things are gonna change. They tend to because not everyone signed yet. They have till Friday. There's some key guys I think that still need to sign. Um, one maybe to USC to help bring him from maybe 78th to 64th. Possibly, we'll see. <laughs> Stay tuned. Um, but we'll uh, we'll just go over some some the top 10 guys and where they signed today. Um, Brian Breesey, uh, top defensive tackle in the country, number one overall recruit, signed with Clemson today. Julian Fleming, out of uh, Pittsburgh, I'm sorry, out of Pennsylvania, signed with Ohio State. He's number one wide receiver. Miles Murphy, the number one defensive end in the country, signed with Clemson. Justin Flo uh, went to grab the Miami hat and decided to be a jerk and not. Man, he did go dirty like he that. Did that. He, he did, did his dirty. Everyone does Miami dirty like that. Miami's always on the table. They just never, oh, they just never pick Lord. up the hat. So Justin Flo went with oh, Oregon. Yeah. Jordan Birch has, at this point, committed to South Carolina, but there's no green yeah. little check mark there that he signed. Yeah. Bryce Young looks like the number one quarterback in the country. Signed with Alabama. Parrish Johnson Jr. stuck with his commitment to Ohio State and signed. Um, Keely Ringo has, I guess, signed, but has not he signed, come out yeah, with it yet. Yeah, those two, I'm assuming, both are going to Georgia, if I had to yeah. put money on it. And then Eric Gilbert yeah. signed with LSU today, which is a huge get from them, stealing him from yeah, Georgia a couple months ago. He's legit. And then uh, – Obviously, Darnell. Yeah, and coming in at number 10. And Savelle Smalls, the number 11, went to uh, Washington. Washington is number one in the Pac-12 in recruiting. Yeah, they recruit well. They, they do recruit well. And it's it's pretty easy to kind of recruit over there to Oregon and Washington. Cause they get a lot of that talent because up there. In that area, they have pretty good talent. But also, like, they're the only schools over there. And, and also, the fall of USC and the California teams, like, they're going into California poaching kids oh, yeah. all day long now it's easy to go in there and poach kids yep. so you know yep yep um, yep but I, I think overall Clemson's you know obviously got the far and away the best class um might be the best class I've seen since Georgia a couple of years yeah ago, a year or two. and and it's and Alabama's um, right there neck and neck with them but it's expected out of Alabama at this point yeah it's not expected out of Clemson because they haven't had top you know, mm-hmm. recruiting classes like this. So it's today was huge for Clemson. They're going to continue to do this over the next couple of years. I mean, unless they just get blown out in the playoffs. But Clemson's got six of the top twenty, or well, seven of the top thirty players in the country. Yeah, dude, that's the just silly. Wrap your mind 
on that. That's just out that's outrageous. I wouldn't know. It makes me not want to win the coastal right now because I really don't want to try to go <laughs> up against that. <laughs> I feel bad for you. I mean, uh, I don't because I'm a Tennessee fan and I've had to go up against yeah. Alabama every year, and and now Georgia's a powerhouse, so Georgia and Alabama every year. And so I don't feel bad for you, right? So, but. Yeah, so Miami played in the ACC championship three years ago, 2006 yep. or 2017, maybe 16 or 17, um, and got absolutely dismantled by Clemson. So, yeah, we made it, but we really <laughs> didn't make it. It was just the Coastal was really bad. But you should make the Coastal. Oh, like, every Miami year. Miami should win the Coastal every year. We should have this year when we had we beat all six of our, our wins were against teams with winning records. All six of our yep. losses were teams with losing records. With bad, Isn't that yeah, crazy? Like they, and I think – Georgia Tech will be a team in the future that will be pretty decent. They had a decent day. There. Yeah, they, they did. Yeah, we didn't talk about that yet. They landed Jeff Sims, yeah. which is a really big yep. get for them. Yeah, dual threat. Yeah, dual um, th- he was. I think he fits the Jeff Collins offense. Really yeah, well. yeah. They t- they're a top twenty five class for the first time in yeah. a long time. Oh yeah, but, well, it's kind of hard to be a top twenty five class when you're recruiting freaking yeah uh, triple option guys. Oh for you sure. Know? Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. why. Um, but yeah, they they're going to be a team that can compete with Miami in the future. But the, the way that Miami recruits, and out of all those coastal teams, I mean, who's the next closest? Is it Tech? Uh, Virginia Tech always recruits well. Um, I think it's Tech though this year. Maybe Virginia. Let me look to see I think, where. We're I think at. Virginia had a decent. decent um, so no, no, actually, you talking about recruiting rankings right now? Yeah, so Clemson one, Miami two, North Carolina three, Florida State four, Georgia Tech five. Okay, so is North Carolina in the the coastal? They are, aren't they? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, you're talking about yeah, yeah, North Carolina's in the coastal. So Georgia, okay, okay, so okay, so there's one team. But I, I mean, obviously, I think that over the last five years, or well, four years, I should say, Miami has recruited much better than all the coastal teams combined. So they should roll. Yep. Coastal yeah. Play. Especially with Virginia losing their quarterback this year. Virginia Tech just yeah, is losing their DC. Roll. There is really no excuse to not win the Coastal this year. I think Pitt fi- did, and then Pitt fired their head coach, I think. Or no, Boston College yeah, did. I, Boston College did. Boston College. So, yeah. Yeah, but I think like we talked about like with Diaz, like if he doesn't win this year coming up, like he's on the high. Who seat. Diaz? He, he, oh yeah. The seat is like in in like lava right now. Like, oh, it's already warmed yeah. up. Yeah, it's already warmed yeah. up. I know you get a better feel for it because you're a fan of them. Um, but from an outsider's perspective, I as a, if I was a fan, I would be like, all right, I, we got it. This I, ask yeah. me if Diaz should have been fired after this year. <laughs> I, I need to answer it on record. Should Mr. Coach, well, head coach Manny Diaz been have he should he have been fired absolutely absolutely <laughs> you can't lose the fiu you can't lose a duke i don't care if it's your you said no earlier yeah when we uh, had our first podcast you said no i will say that i right? did and i've changed no. i've changed my mind i'm mad he should have landed one or two of those big key guys <laughs> <laughs> so i i yeah i he, he should have been fired any other coach so in the country, on, record. on record manny diaz should so have been if fired he, he, if, if if they win six or seven games this upcoming year, if he doesn't win ten, said, he's gone. He's done. But, but I'm just saying, we will have said that your prediction was correct. That that they should have fired him. Oh, for sure. Because now you've set yourself back another year. Oh yeah, absolutely. But if he ends up winning nine or ten games, yeah, he's good. Then yeah, you, everything you from here on out is just making up for this horrible year that Miami fans just had to sit through, and. 
I don't know how you did it because usually you're kind of an outspoken guy on Twitter and stuff like that. Yeah, I just I got dude. It's been back. 15, 16 years since Miami's even been relevant. We were relevant a couple years ago. We went on a, you know ten straight games, then yeah. lose the pit, and then. But it, yeah, you it, had to take a step back this year. I know because you, you yeah, would be like, yeah, yeah. I I, uh, I just kind of just soaked it all in, and I was just like, eh, I'm gonna put my clown mask on and watch us play <laughs> FIU tonight. <laughs> Um, did they lose? Did they really lose to FIU? Is it was that something that happened? Clay, are you you were asking me this right now? Yes, we lost to FIU. Did they really lose? Dude, them? so that game, FIU God. refused to play the game at Hard Rock Stadium, even though because it's Miami's home field. You played at and, FIU. No, 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 no. It was a home game for FIU, yes, because that when Al Golden was there, he scheduled it. He scheduled, he also scheduled away games at Toledo. Oh, at, Lord have at, mercy! At, what away what? game at App State? But what's he doing nowadays? Uh, he was the tight. End. He's Is he the getting t- coffees. For no, he's he's a tight ends coach for the Detroit Lions, I think, or something like that. But so no, we played we played FIU at Marlins Park, and they mm. put a football field on the baseball field there, and. We looked awful. We came in just expecting to dom- dominate, <laughs> and we did, did. We did the opposite. We got just beat. They hung a thirty rack on. Yeah, you. we came back and then just couldn't. We didn't score a touchdown in the first three quarters. I don't think. Like it, it was wow. bad. It was terrible. That was the last two games of the year, too, wasn't FIU yep. and Duke back to back? Yeah, cost us Justin Flo. Holy cow! Because you you win those two games, you're sitting at what eight eight eight, eight, eight four? four? Yeah. Oh my goodness! What could have been, right? What in the world? Yeah, we and then I mean, if we don't blow fourth and seventeen in North Carolina, literally fourth and seventeen, they have to convert to even continue to play. Or Miami wins, they convert a fourth and seventeen. North Carolina goes down and wins. We lose to Georgia Tech in overtime. Uh, so that's two games we probably could have won. It could have been ten and two, but man. it's bad, man. I mean, we we had ten sacks, uh, or we were sacked ten times against Florida. If we only are sacked six times, I mean, we have a chance to win that game. We only oh, we only lost it. by like four. It. I'm sitting there watching it. I'm like, so then there's this, there's what? eleven and one, and then we somehow lose to Virginia Tech, even though we beat Virginia, but we lose to Virginia Tech, and I mean, we because I feel good about our Tennessee's chances with Florida after watching that first game, Miami Florida. I was like, Florida's Tra- Trask is, but yeah, bad. Trask ended up being better than Frank's. That's why Frank's yeah, left. Oh, yeah, but they looked they looked horrible. I was like, I don't I don't know how Miami didn't beat yeah, them. Yeah, we should have beat them. We just it was you know freshman quarterback, new offense coordinator, blah blah blah, new head coach. All the ex- all the excuses <laughs> under the sun. I'm gonna throw out there. <laughs> oh me, all right, man. Well, I thought this was a good episode. We we hit on pretty much all recruiting. It was a big day for I mean everybody's favorite college football team. Yeah, unless you're a USC yeah. fan, it wasn't really a big day for you. Hope you guys uh you know had a a good day as a yeah fan. yeah um, some people probably had some bad days a lot a lot of bad look, days I, I'm I'm recruiting, I follow you got to take it with a grain of salt yeah. right like you got to take it with a grain of salt yeah you got to remember they're just kids they still have to be because developed they not even play, right like you might have a two star or a walk on or something like that come out out of the woodwork hey, and Ed Reed a, was a two star Ed Reed was a two star. Cool. All right, man. Well, I hope you feel better. I hope you're uh, you get over whatever your son yeah, you did. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of on the mend right now, so I'm, I'm feeling I'm feeling better. I'm just I'm over this cold weather and rain and everything Georgia likes to throw at me. Hundred um, percent. Bowl season starts Friday. Ooh, it does. Yeah, we need to go through and uh, just do like a quick hitter maybe on um, Thursday of just. I know it's tomorrow. We'll talk. We'll talk probably Saturday, Friday, yeah, Friday or Saturday Friday. of just like some quick hitters of I think they win. Yeah. They win. Blah blah blah. 
touch on some more baseball stuff. And, yep. uh, Ooh, and Cole officially to signed today. My heart, my heart is happy. Yeah. Oh, my heart is happy. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Take it easy. We'll be in touch soon. We appreciate yeah. you guys listening as always. Yep. Retweet oh, this, yeah. watch it, uh, listen to All it. All the above. With people and uh, and we really appreciate you guys uh, 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 getting those views up. We're uh, gonna try to keep you know kind of pumping these out, and keep bringing content. You guys, absolutely. Well, I hope you guys have a good rest of your week and a good weekend, and we will catch you guys soon. See ya.